Welcome to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Spend this hour with us learning how you can protect the people you love from the financial, physical, and emotional consequences of an extended health care situation. Because of new state and federal laws, there are new and exciting long-term care planning options available. As a certified long-term care planning specialist, Brian Ott will help you make sense of your options. Now here's your host of Long-Term Care Radio, Brian Ott. All right, and welcome to the first episode of Long-Term Care Radio for 2023. I hope everybody had a a, a wonderful holiday season, a very Merry Christmas, and a a nice, safe New Year. And here we are. We're back at it. And if you're new to Long-Term Care Radio... This is a uh, podcast uh, program that we put on that airs live in several radio markets as well, and it comes out every week, so I put a new show together every week. And the idea is really just to educate you on what long-term care uh, is really all about. You know, we, t- we hear the term long-term care, and I think most people just think, oh, that's something for old people in nursing homes, but there's a lot more to it. And our show is focused on some of the options you have. How do we set up a plan to mitigate the consequences of long-term care? And that's really what we talk about every week is some of the, the things you just need to be aware of. And like last week, I was talking on the show, we were just answering questions from our listeners that send in or people that come to our live classes. So that's what this show is all about. And if you ever miss an episode of a show, you can always grab our podcast. You can go to 525longtermcare.com. You can ask the smart speaker to play it. You can look us up at the podcast are out there as well, too. And this week, what I want to spend a little bit of time on is just kind of last week we talked about answering some questions for people. I want to go kind of back to the basics on the top reasons why we should consider planning for a long-term care event. And I think a lot of people will just look at this from a money proposition and think, well, I've got enough money, I'm not going to worry about it, but there's a lot more to it. And so those are kind of some of the things I want to talk about today, and I want to peel that onion back and get you thinking about some of these different things that are going to happen if you do end up in a long-term care situation and why we need to plan to mitigate these consequences, so to speak. Now, I will tell you that many people just don't have a choice for planning. And anywhere from, I would say, probably one-third to 40% of the people out there are not going to qualify for long-term care insurance. And what I mean by that is their health is already compromised to a point, whether it's an autoimmune disease or whether it's a prior accident or whatever it is, they are not going to be able to get a long-term care insurance plan. So remember, your health is what allows you to buy long-term care insurance. Your premiums are what keep that long-term care insurance in force. And if we look at statistically, this bears out about one in three people who apply for long-term care insurance get turned down. And as we age, those numbers are going to get higher and higher. So somebody that's in there, you know, anybody from over age 70, it's over half of the people will get turned down when they actually apply for long-term care insurance because they've already got too many check marks against them as far as their health is concerned. So health is a top reason why people get turned down, and it's also the driving force that allows you to get a plan. You need to get a plan put in, in, in place when you're healthy. But there's also a second reason why people just cannot get long-term care insurance, and it's really going to boil down to those people who do not have enough income and enough assets to basically justify or making long-term care insurance planning suitable. And if we look at it, again, the statistics will bear out out there anywhere from a third to, you know, 40 percent. I've seen it as high as 50 percent. I don't believe that um, of of people in in retirement have less than $10,000 of assets saved. And if we break that down, you have to understand that those are the people that cannot really justify setting up long-term care insurance. If you're living off of your your Social Security and maybe you have a small pension, but you're paying rent, you're buying your groceries, you're buying gas, you're paying your, your auto insurance, and at the end of the month, you really don't have any excess money, you're just not going to be suitable. You're, you're not going to be able to come up with several hundred dollars to pay for long-term care insurance. And also, if I don't have those assets, I don't have any meaningful assets to quote-unquote protect or I don't have any meaningful assets that I can reposition into one of these new asset-based plans, I can't set up one of those. And so, again, that's the, that group of people that's not going to be suitable. So for those of us that, 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 you know, that do have savings and do have assets, what we want to really look at is the fact that that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to protect those assets. We're trying to protect that income stream. 
Now, if we look back at the statistics, and again, I don't get too hooked up on the numbers, but regardless of the exact number out there, about half of Americans who are in a long-term care situation end up depending on their family members for 100% of their care. Now, think about that. You, you might know somebody. You might be a caregiver yourself. You maybe are taking care of mom or dad or your, your siblings are. You know somebody that's going through that. That's the way the vast majority of these people that are out there, that 50% that are relying on their family members, the vast majority of them do not have the resources or the ability to bring in other workers or pay those other people for care. And so if you do not have assets and you don't have income to pay for other people, you don't, you know, those caregivers to come in and help you, you've got two choices. You either have to rely on your family members or you end up having to rely on the government and go on the Medicaid system. So you would become a ward of the state. And that, again, is a growing you know, percentage of the population out there. And this is what's really putting a lot of pressure on the states because Medicaid is split by the between the federal government and the state governments. And as people age and more and more people end up on the Medicaid rolls, that's just more and more money that the government has to come up with. So that's why we're starting to see states out there um, you know, come up with like the Washington State Cares Act. Uh, we've got Pennsylvania doing the same thing. Colorado, there's actually 14 states out there that are looking at passing some kind of a payroll tax to start collecting revenue to pay for people who end up on the basically the Medicaid rules or roles, so to speak. So when we think about this, what we're really looking at for those of us that have assets and those of us that have income, one of the top reasons that everybody thinks about why would I get long-term care insurance? Well, for most people, it'll say, I want to protect my assets. I want to protect my income. I don't want to turn that over. I don't want to end up on Medicaid. Remember that when you end up on Medicaid, those people that do, like, you know, if your family's not taking care of you and you have Social Security and that's it, well, most likely you're going to get warehoused in a Medicaid facility because the government's going to take what little Social Security you have. They're going to take that from you, give you a stipend of 50 or $60 a month, and they're going to use the rest of that money to try to offset the money that they're paying for your care. So that's why people are trying to avoid Medicaid. And so for the rest of us that are out there that do have savings and we have assets, remember that the number one thing that is at risk in a long-term care situation is just that. It's your assets. Because long-term care situations, simply what it boils down to, it's an income issue. So otherwise, my Social Security, my pension, that's paying for my groceries, that's paying for my, my taxes, my house, my maintenance, everything. I'm comfortable there. But now all of a sudden, I need to start paying somebody a couple thousand dollars a week to come in and provide assistance for me. I have a shortage of income. So what do I have to do? Then I have to start using my income. I mean, I'm sorry, my assets and converting that to income to be able to pay for those caregivers. So that's really what it boils down to. When we're in a long-term care situation, it's an income shortage. We run out of income, so we have to start converting those assets to income. And I think this is the number one thing where people mess up, even very smart people, advisors, they simply are looking at your total net worth and saying, you've got a million dollars, you're fine, I don't think it's going to be a problem, or if you've got two million dollars, you should be able to pay for care. But what they're forgetting is what we're doing is we're having to convert those assets to income and use that income to pay for care. And what happens, well, we'll talk about this in the next next section, because it's the number two reason why you should really plan, is avoid those unnecessary taxes. But when we go back to just what happens when we're looking at protecting assets and income, the thing, the reason why this is so important is because when you end up in an extended healthcare situation, what's going to happen is all of your assets are at risk. Because remember, the safety net, the government program, that's called Medicaid. Medicare is, is your health insurance. Medicaid is a safety net program that pays for about 80% of all nursing homes in this country. You have to spend your assets down to $2,000, and then the government will take your income as well. So what happens when we're self-insuring and we have assets is we're basically saying, okay, all of our assets are at risk. You can set $200,000 aside over here in a CD and say, that's going to be my long-term care fund. But guess what? If you're in a care situation and you run out of that money, what's next? Oh, well, your rental property, that's on the hook. Or your retirement account, that's on the hook. The government doesn't care about that. So you just have to remember that, that when we are self-insuring, 
by planning for long-term care, what we're really trying to do is we're trying to protect our assets. We're trying to protect our income stream as well so that we do not have to turn over our income on Medicaid or we don't have to spend all of our assets down to end up on Medicaid. And so that's probably one of the top reasons. Hey, I'm looking at the clock here real quick. I'm going to sneak in a quick break, but stick around. When we come back, we're going to continue on with some of the top reasons why you should consider planning. We'll be right back. Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, providing valuable insight to protect you in the event of an extended health care situation. Learn more by attending one of Brian's free live webinar classes this month. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. Finding a secure investment in this financially volatile time seems tough, but crazy financial times also create smart opportunities. One of these smart opportunities is long-term care insurance from 525 Advisors. If you reposition some of your savings and got three times your investment in long-term care coverage tax-free and got all your money back if you never used it, wouldn't you at least want to learn more about it? Well, you can. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for their next free long-term care planning live webinar. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up. You'll learn about smart ways to self-insure, including new plans with guaranteed leverage that turn every dollar into $3 of long-term care coverage tax-free with every dollar back if you never use it. Don't wait until you're older to get long-term care coverage. Look into this opportunity now from 525 Advisors, one that gives you a secure return. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up for the next free live webinar. That's 525longtermcare.com. Hi, this is Brian Ott with 525 Advisors. Over the years, I've had the opportunity to protect many people and their families with long-term care planning. However, I've also seen how long-term care events devastate families and turn the last years for the family into their worst years. Many people believe the downside from a long-term care situation is limited to financial loss. Yet often, it's the emotional damage that lingers and hurts the family members the most. Watching a loved one go through their savings is one thing, but watching a loved one lose their dignity is far worse. Long-term care insurance provides a dedicated source of funds to help pay for your care when you need it. But more importantly, it provides you with a team of trained professionals that will help you and your family manage your care. Learn how you can stay in control of your care options, maintain your dignity, and protect the people you care about most by attending one of our upcoming live webinars. Sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. This is Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Listen and learn information from a certified long-term care planning specialist. You can email your questions to radio at 525advisors.com. And welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio. Um, So we have a couple classes coming up here in January. On the 14th, um, that's going to be Saturday. That's our first class, Saturday morning. That's going to be an 8 a.m. kickoff on uh, Pacific Time, 9 o'clock kickoff Mountain Time. And then the following Thursday, that's the 19th, that's a 3 p.m. Pacific time kickoff, 4 p.m. Mountain time. And if you're in uh, Central time or East Coast time, you guys can do the math on that. But all that information is on our website at 525longtermcare.com. Again, 525longtermcare.com. One of the things I will tell you is that we're very proud of these classes. They're live webinars. And what we've done is we've set this up to where you just go to our website, you sign up, and we're going to send you a link, and that's it. And then when the time comes, you'll get a little notification saying, hey, the webinar is about to begin. You click on the link, and that's all you have to do. So you can participate with a cell phone on your iPad, your computer. It doesn't matter. You can even on a smart TV um, access that. So there's no software. There's no download. There's nothing complicated about it. The classes are live, and the best part about that, honestly, for me, is the questions that we get because we're going to go through some information, educate you, kind of sum up what long-term care is, what it pays for, what the different options are out there, asset-based traditional plans, how the government programs work, and then answer your questions at the end. So, again, we try to do a couple of those every month live, and I just think it's a great way to start. So 525longtermcare.com is where you want to go for that. 
So today we're talking about some of the top reasons why you should plan. And, and the first one we just went over was protect your assets and your income. And I think that's kind of Captain Obvious. That's what most people really look at. They say, gosh, I need to, you know, I don't want to whittle all my savings down or I don't know if I have enough savings or, you know, whatever it is. They, they understand it's expensive. But the other th- reason why, and, and this is very important for those of you that are out there trying to self-insure. You think you're going to self-insure because you've got, you know, 5 million, 10 million, 20 million, whatever it is. You know, you've got plenty of money. And like I say, statistically, the vast majority of my clients will not run out of money without their long-term care insurance. They could self-insure. So people will ask, you know, well, why do they have long-term care insurance? Then can't you just pay for it? So there's a lot of different reasons. But protecting those assets and the income with long-term care insurance planning is number one. It's the most efficient way to do it. And part of that efficiency comes from the fact that when we are converting assets to income, we have to pay taxes. Right, So Uncle Sam wants a share. And so what happens if it's an IRA and we, we have to pull out an extra $6,000 a month out of our IRA account to pay for that caregiver or to pay for an assisted living facility for our spouse, guess what? Well, we really got to convert 8000 or $9,000, depending on your tax bracket, to income because we've got to pay the taxes. That money that you pull out of that IRA is taxed as income at income rates. And guess what happens? You're happily living off of your Social Security, maybe your required minimum distributions, but now all of a sudden you need an extra six or $8,000 a month. Well, guess what happened to your income? It just went up. And for a lot of people, that's going to push them into a higher tax bracket. It's also going to push their cost of Medicare up. It starts the snowball effect, and you end up paying a lot of unnecessary taxes. The other thing people forget about is if you're selling assets like stocks or you're selling real estate, you're converting those assets to income, guess what? Now I've got to pay capital gains tax. So I've got to sell a dollar and twenty-five cents worth of stock to net out that dollar to turn around and give that caregiver. And so this is one of the most overlooked problems with long-term care planning. So advisors will tend to look at your total overall account. But remember, if you leave a million dollars of stock portfolio to your kids, they get a step up in basis, right? The same with real estate. But if we have to convert that today to pay for care, Uncle Sam doesn't care. We've got to sell a $1.25 of stock to net out that dollar. And so it becomes a very inefficient way to pay for care. And this is how people whittle down estates. And folks, I will tell you, I've been doing this a long time, and I've seen some horror stories. I mean, I've got couples that have burned through three, four million dollars that were watched their parents burn through that kind of money in long-term care situations because there just is no stopgap without a long-term care plan. You literally, all your assets are at risk. So avoiding paying unnecessary taxes is another reason why you should really consider long-term care planning, even if you have enough money to self-fund your care. Because again, what we're doing with these new asset-based plans is you're getting your money back either way. And so there's efficiency there as well, too. Another thing I think people need to consider and they need to understand is that by having a long-term care plan, it's going to help you stay in control of your care options. Now, a lot of people right off the, you know, out of the gate will think, well, what do you mean by that? Stay in control of your care options. How does a long-term care plan do that? Well, first off, Remember that when, when, when if, if you're just a person that has a, you know, Social Security and maybe a little pension and a small IRA and you blow through your IRA, now all of a sudden you, the only stopgap for you is, is Medicaid. Well, Medicaid's going to come in and say, okay, spend your assets down to 2000 But guess what? You become a ward of the state. You have zero control of your care options. They don't say, hey, pick out the nice assisted living facility you want to go or, or pick out the caregiver that you want to come to your home. No, they're most likely going to warehouse you in a Medicaid facility. Most of those are nursing homes. So the idea is if you run out of your assets and you end up in the government, we technically say you're a ward of the state, and there's a reason for that. You're a ward of the state. The government's going to decide where you get your care and that level of care that you're going to get. And I watched this with my aunt. She was, this is where they're going to put you. They ended up putting her in a nursing home that had two other people in the same room. There were three of them in a, in a room instead of two because that's how overcrowded it was. But for those of us that have assets that aren't going to run out of that, well, how does the long-term care plan help you stay in control of your care options? Well, there are several things that it does. Number one, a good long-term care plan, and you're going to hear me talk about that, the client of the week this week, we're going to talk about that a little bit because she's going to have that concierge claim support, that care coordination, those care managers, those, those people that are there to think of them as the travel guide. 
Well, what happens is a good long-term care insurance plan is going to provide you access to these resources so that you can call one number and they're going to be able to help you. What's going on? Is it a cognitive impairment? You want to receive care at home? Is it a physical impairment? Is it stroke rehab? Okay, these are the caregivers that will provide that type of care. These are the locations you can get that care. Here's what you can do. You're in control of those care options. And the other thing I want you to understand about it, if you go around, and I don't think people are going to do this, but you can. I mean, if you went around and really started looking at assisted living facilities and talk to their managers, what happens if you have long-term care insurance is it's very favorable. People like that. When you're moving into an assisted living facility, a continuing care retirement center, the people, an adult family home even, the, the, those, those facilities, if you have long-term care insurance, it's going to help you get on that list and get preferred treatment to get into a place like that because they know that you've got a dedicated source of money to pay for care. And I've got several clients that manage assisted living facilities and they'll tell you point blank, we are chasing money down every single month because somebody has a power of attorney. That power of attorney is maybe on the East Coast or it's their kid who's surfing in Costa Rica. And every single month we're trying to get paid. And once somebody gets into a facility, it's hard for those facilities. They, they can't just throw you out because you didn't pay rent this month. So what they're really looking for is these people that have a dedicated source of funds that can help pay for care. And the same thing at home health care agencies. If you're pulling in a home health care agency, they're going to look at you and they're going to say, okay, how are we going to pay for this care? This is an ongoing situation. It could go for years. And you say, here we go. Here's my long-term care insurance plan. It provides X amount of benefit a month. That company that provides that home health care is going to be very familiar with that. They're going to love that. Because, again, they know that they're going to get paid. They're going to take. They're going to provide the bills to you. They're going to provide a bill to the insurance company. There's somebody on the other end that's going to write a check and get them paid every single month. So it really gives you a little bit more benefits than a lot of people think about when you're going out there looking for options for care. And it's going to help you stay in control of your care options. The last reason why I think people really need consider need to consider long-term care planning is the number one reason for me. It protects your family members. I mean, again, go back to that statistic that I was talking about earlier in the first segment. Half of Americans rely for, the, that are in long-term care, half of Americans rely on their family members for 100% of their care needs. And if we look at it statistically, about two-thirds of the people that are in long-term care situations rely on their family members for at least part of their care. So what we're talking about, about protecting your family members, we're talking about from the physical and the emotional consequences, number one, oftentimes it's financial because a lot of the time the people that are taking care of a loved one are skipping work or they're giving up vacation days, you know, or they're working fewer hours. And so financially it can be a burden as well, too. But also just that day in wear and tear that the responsibility of managing someone else's life. And I think that when I really peel the onion back with my clients, I would say that this is probably three out of four of my clients that buy long-term care insurance plans. This is their number one reason why. It's not because they don't have enough money to pay for care. It's because they don't want their family to have to manage their care situation. They want that team of professionals. They want that care coordination. They want you know, that, that claim specialist. They want somebody that understands what Medicare is actually supposed to pay for and what the coding and the billing is from the hospital and what your long-term care insurance can actually pay for and protect that. And they want that audit trail to make sure that that caregiver isn't coming into the home and charging you three times more than they should for a service or they're charging you for 16 hours of grocery shopping when they're only doing two. That's what that claim support does. And that's what these plans do. And I will tell you, anybody that had a house burned down like I did. I, you know, I was 10 years old when our house burned down. The insurance company stepped in and took care of it. They knew how to get the contractor. They knew how to get the permits they needed. They knew how to make sure the contractor wasn't ripping them off. They knew how to keep that contractor on schedule. They got our house rebuilt, and they got it rebuilt at a fair price, and they knew that, and they allowed us to go on with our lives. And that's the same analogy. I like to use that analogy because that's the same thing that we run into when we end up in a long-term care situation. Now we have an 800 number we can call. We can get a team of professionals on our side. We can take that burn away from our kids. We can let our kids and our family go on with their life. They're still going to be involved. They're still going to be worried about us, but they're not going to be having to make those day-to-day -day decisions and provide that day-to-day -day care that we need to get through the day. So that, to me, is probably number one out there. 
protect your family members. That's what a good long-term care plan does. And what we're going to learn about today at the Client of the Week, we're going to learn about a plan that will pay you back if you never use it and provide all those benefits that we just talked about. So I've got to sneak in, sneak in a quick break for the news, but stick around. When I come back, I'll introduce you to Carol, our Client of the Week. Avoid the mistake of paying unnecessary taxes, guarantee the quality of your care, and preserve your legacy and wealth by setting up your own tax-free long-term care plan. Learn more by attending Brian's free live webinar class. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. Staying in control of your care options is a better alternative than letting the government decide for you. Welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, Certified Long-Term Care Planning Specialist with 525 Advisors. All right, welcome back, and thanks for tuning in to Long-Term Care Radio. On the, uh, this is for the first Saturday of 2023. And I tell you, I'm really looking forward to 2023. I think uh, hopefully we, we get a couple of years behind us with COVID and everything, and I just hope that 2023 turns out to be um, you know, a, a great year for everybody. And um, this is something very passionate to me doing long-term care radio. We put in a new uh, show together. I put a new show together every single week. And the the idea, again, is just to help you, you know, start thinking about, you know, long-term care planning, maybe through a different lens. Because the truth is, you know, nearly three out of four of us are going to end up in a long-term care situation before we pass away. But all of us are going to be affected, whether we end up in long-term care or our spouse does or someone we care about, a, a sibling, a parent, whatever it is. And so that's really just the whole idea is to start thinking about what can we do to mitigate some of the consequences that are hopefully down the road. I mean, I've got clients that are, you know, they've gone on claim a lot earlier than they ever thought they would, but we're all hoping that, you know, someday out in the future, if something happens to us, we have a plan that's going to protect us and protect our family members as well. And this week, every week, if you're new, we do a client of the week at the bottom of the hour. And uh, a client of the week is just how did we go through the process design a plan and come up with an option for the client to get long-term care insurance and protect themselves and protect their family. This week, I have Carol, who is 67. Carol is retired. She is single with two grown kids. She has one granddaughter. Uh, She came to us to replace a plan. She has an existing plan, and she wanted to replace that plan after hearing about some of these new options that are available out there, you know, i.e. the the asset-based plans or the plans that are going to pay you back whether you use them or not. Carol's number one concern by far was not being a burden on her kids. She did not want to have to depend on her kids in a time of need. She said, I don't care if I'm... 69 or I'm 99. I want my kids to be able to go on with their life. I don't want them to have to worry about taking care of mom. She lived alone and she realized that there's, you know, a good chance that she would need assistance, especially if she wanted to stay in her house. She had a little nest egg that she wanted to protect. It was more important for her to be able to pass that nest egg on to future generations, pass it on to her family than it was to spend it down trying to pay for a long-term care situation. And she was really adamant about being able to bring care into her home, wherever that was, and not being forced to go to a facility if she wasn't ready to do that. And she wanted to avoid Medicaid at all costs. She watched some family members go through that. And again, Medicaid is when we run out of assets, we run, they take our income and we end up a ward of the state. And so she wanted to avoid that. What we found out during our conversation with Carol was that Carol lost her husband several years ago. Um, suddenly, he, he passed away in an accident. Um, she owned her home free and clear. Her income and Social Security and a, um, basically was Social Security and a small pension, and that's what she was living off of right now, and she was comfortable there. She had a nice retirement account in the form of an IRA. She had some cash savings. Her mother was in an assisted living facility for four years. And this is why Carol has an existing plan, because Carol saw the benefit of this years ago. Her mom was able to use her long-term care insurance, and she said it made a world of difference. It did just what we talked about. It helped her mom stay in control of her care options, get care where she wanted to. And so she saw how long-term care insurance worked. So that's why Carol went out and she bought an existing long-term care insurance, just a traditional pay-as-you-go plan. 
However, the problem that Carol's seeing with that is that the rates are going up. And I spent the last couple of shows, if you missed it, you can get them on the podcast talking about traditional plans and why the rates are going up and why they're probably going to continue to increase in the future. So she had that plan in place, but she also realized that it probably wasn't adequate coverage. This is a plan that she bought through work. It had a couple years of coverage, but when we started looking at it and reviewing it, the numbers, it wasn't really going to protect her assets, so to speak. I mean, she, there was a good chance that she would have to dip into her savings and her assets and, and very well could, could spend those down. Um, Carol was in great health. She didn't have any issues at all. And again, that's what allows us to get these plans put in place is, is your health. She liked to travel. She still planned on traveling. Both of her kids were not living. They, they kind of moved around every few years with jobs. And so um, she said she would consider moving, you know, maybe later if her kids were settled down in a place, she would certainly consider moving out of the home that she's in and moving closer to her kids and her grandkids. And so she was very open-minded about that as well, too. What Carol wanted from a new uh, long-term care plan or a new long-term care plan was something that would allow her to pay for care and used her income without having to dip into her savings in her retirement. So she says, look, I've got X amount of money coming in between pension and Social Security. I can live off of that right now. What I would like is a buffer so that if I am in an assisted living facility or I do need to bring caregivers into my home, I don't necessarily have to go to my retirement account or have to go to my savings and drain those down. She wanted an asset-based plan or a, a plan that would pay her back if she didn't use it. That's what really got her to it. She had heard us on the radio. She had listened to several of the podcasts, and she didn't even know these plans existed. She, she loved the idea of saying, look, I've got this traditional plan. They keep raising the rates on me. I don't really have anything, so to speak, because if she passes away, nothing's going back to her family. She liked the idea of an asset-based plan. If I put money into this plan, I'm going to get some money back. If I don't use it, that's not a waste of money to her. So that's what really was driving her. She really loved the idea of a plan with that care coordination. So you hear me talk about that. There's two companies out there that do it really, really well. One's a traditional plan. One is an asset-based plan. And then we have a couple other companies that have pretty good levels of service as well, too. But again, that just means that when I am in a care situation, I can call an 800 number. Like the plan that I have and the plan that Carol's going to have, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. We call an 800 number, and they assign somebody to us. And so we just have one person to talk to, and then they can answer our questions. And like I say, think of them as the travel guide. Not only do they speak our language, they speak the local language. They've been there. They know which side of town to stay in, which side of town to stay out of, the restaurants that are really good, the restaurants that are maybe a little bit iffy you might want to stay away from, and they can just guide you. I mean, you're still free to go choose wherever you want to be, right? You can stay in whichever side of town you want, but that's just the idea of care coordinators and case managers is they're just going to help manage your situation and make sure that you get the level of care you need when you're in a long-term care situation, but ultimately they're there to guide you and help you so your family isn't trying to figure this out on their own. Um, she wanted a policy that would allow her to move wherever she, she wanted to go. So again, she was you know going to stay in the, the United States most likely, but she thought there's a good chance that she might move closer to one of her kids in the future. And again, she just loved the idea of, I will fund a plan. Can I get some of that money back if I don't use the plan? So Here's what we did for. I mean, we, we obviously started with the asset-based plans because that's what she wanted. And when I looked at her existing plan, it was, you know, we were talking about this last or two weeks ago. What happens if you have a plan, a traditional long-term care plan, and they're raising the rates on you? Well, there, there's nothing that you can per se go trade in. There's no value in that plan. You can either walk away from it or you can take a different offer if they're giving you a different offer. And that's what Carol was receiving right now. So they were raising her rates. They had raised her rates to a point where the insurance company had to give her a contingent benefit. And what that simply means, contingent, just means a shortened benefit. So if Carol stops paying her payments right now, they're going to add up all the premiums that she's paid in over all the years. And that's we'll just round that off and say it's $40,000. Then the insurance company will come to her and say, okay, you don't owe us any more money. If you do file up for long-term care, you have $40,000 of coverage based on your monthly benefit. So if she had $5,000 a month of benefit on her existing plan today, she would get $5,000 a month for $40,000. So she would have eight months of, of care. So the idea with a contingent benefit, it's that's if you're looking at replacing a traditional plan and moving to an asset-based plan, A, you have to be healthy enough to, 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 to get the plan. B, you have to have the resources to put into an asset-based plan. 
But C, if you get a contingent benefit offer, it's kind of the best of both worlds because you can walk away and technically if you end up in long-term care, which statistically Carol will, she'll be able to use that contingent benefit. And if she never gets into her asset-based plan, guess what? That money's just going back to her estate. So that was the idea philosophy of, of us, what we were doing and how we designed that plan for. Um, currently, she is living off her Social Security and her pension without dipping into the savings or the, the retirement account. And her retirement account, you know, she's only 67. So technically, she's got another five or eight years to let that money grow before she has to start taking required minimum distributions. And that's thanks to the SECURE Act. Right now, it's it's 72. But I think the SECURE Act 2.0 is going to be going through. And they're going to eventually start pushing it up to 73, 74, and 75 will be the minimum age before you have to start taking retirement accounts. So technically, she can let her IRA money grow and just leave that alone. It's going to grow tax deferred. She does have a money market account in her name that was her mother's. This was something that she inherited. So we were just looking at her different assets when we we're trying to figure out a plan, saying, well, how would we pay for one of these? Is it something that we pay over time or do we do a lump sum? And so after going through some of these different options with her, we ended up on settling for a single lump sum payment. And what we decided to do was use that money market account. It wasn't earning a lot of interest. She didn't have plans for it. She didn't commingle it with her other savings because this was something that she inherited from her mom. And it's just basically been sitting there since her mom passed away years ago. So that's what we decided to do. We said, what if we just take that money market account that you have and we reposition that money and deposit with the insurance company? You won't have any payments. Let's see what we can get you for that. And she decided that sounded like a great idea. So here's what we did. We took a single deposit of $163,000. That was the money market account. We deposited that with the insurance company. That gave her an immediate benefit of $627,000. So again, think of long-term care insurance as a bucket of money. She had $163,000 in her money market account. We took it and deposited it to the insurance company. That gave her $627,000 of long-term care insurance today. That number is going to be based on your age, and it's going to be based on your health. And so she was in good health, and she was 67. So if she was 70, she'd get a little bit less money for that same deposit. If she was 60, she would have gotten a little bit more long-term care insurance. But initially today, $627,000 of long-term care insurance, she can access that at a rate of $8,372 a month. Now, the reason why these are odd numbers is because we started with just how much are we going to deposit into the insurance company. We could also come in and say, I want $8,000 a month or I want $9,000 a month of long-term care benefit, then it would spit out what the premium would be. But we worked this one backwards for her because that's the money she had sitting in the account. And she said, yeah, I'm fine moving it all over. So she's got over $100,000 a year of long-term care insurance tax-free. So if she pulls out her maximum benefit, this policy is going to last her a little over six years. If she's only pulling out, say, half of that monthly benefit, she only needs $4,000 to pay for care. Well, guess what? That $600,000 is going to last her more than six years. It's going to last her double that. So when we think of that money in the bucket, six twenty-seven, that doesn't expire. What happens is we exhaust that policy, and what we're saying is we can pull out a hundred thousand, a little over a hundred thousand a year, or eighty-three seventy-two a month, until that money is exhausted. So that would last her a minimum of six years. She also gets some other benefits out of this plan: um, sixteen thousand seven hundred forty-four dollars for home improvement and medical equipment. So think of. Um, you know, you're in an accident or you have a stroke, and now you need maybe grab handles, a stair lift, you need a wheelchair ramp, you need an adjustable bed, you need an intravenous pump, you need medical equipment and some improvements to your home to make your home a safe environment for you to age in. That's what that benefits for. She can pull out $16,700 right up front to do that. She can pull out that same amount for caregiver training. That's if you wanted a family member or a friend to maybe learn about a, a medication routine or maybe take a class on Alzheimer's, you have some additional money to pay for that too. That comes out of that policy. She has zero-day waiting for home health care, uh, meaning that there's not a 90-day elimination period, which was what was on her traditional plan. She had to wait 90 days before they pay any benefits. She's zero days for home or community. Community would be like an adult daycare, somewhere where she would go spend a few hours a day. But she can bring that home health care agency into her home without a waiting period. 
Um, she also has that concierge level claim support, which means they're going to assign somebody to her, which means she, if she's managing her care, she's going to have one person to talk to. If her family member's helping, they're going to have somebody to talk to. And also those caregivers. When we bring in that home health care agency, if they have a question about your plan, they're going to call that concierge claim support. And that person's going to guide them and get them with the claim specialist, get them with the care coordinator, whatever it is. They're going to handle all of that. So it's just one-stop shopping, so to speak. You're not in, you know, calling and getting put in the queue waiting to try to get transferred for the right person. You're calling somebody that's actually going to pick up the phone, know where you're at, know what your situation is, and be able to help you and your family. That's the plan I have, folks, and I will tell you, I, I would pay, you know, even more money for my premium just to have that alone because we've filed enough claims for our clients that we know just how important that is. Um, Carol also has international coverage. She has full coverage in Canada. She has full coverage in all 50 states, the territories of the United States. If she's traveling in Europe, she has partial coverage, so they will give her some long-term care benefits for the first couple years. And so she's got a very meaningful plan. And this, again, was just a one and done. She deposited $163,000 in there. She has over $627,000 of long-term care over $100,000 a year tax-free for a year that's going to help supplement her Social Security and her pension and give her a meaningful benefit to pay for care without having to dip into her savings or dip into a retirement account. Now, we talked about all these benefits she has, but what happens if Carol gets lucky? What happens if Carol doesn't need long-term care insurance? What's going to happen at that point? Well, Carol's plan has a death benefit attached to it. This is a linked benefit plan. So that means that if she dies tomorrow... $209,000 is paid back to the estate. If she dies 20 years down the road and she spends $100,000 in long-term care, they're going to take that $209,000 death benefit and they're going to say, well, she used $100,000 for long-term care. We'll give $109,000 back to the estate tax-free. So regardless of how you shape this, she's going to get $209,000 of either tax-free long-term care benefit back or death benefit back guaranteed. But if she needs long-term care, she uses more than 209. She has $600,000 plus, $627,000 of long-term care insurance benefit tax-free. That's what makes these asset-based plans work, folks. She could leave her 163 in the money market account. She could put it in a CD. She could gamble it in the stock market. She could grow it. But she's got $627,000 of coverage today. And if she gets hit by the bus tomorrow and she's gone, the estate gets $209,000 back tax-free. She doesn't have to wait for that to grow. She doesn't have to, it doesn't matter what interest rates are doing. She's guaranteed to get more money back. And she, she looked at this because I tell all my customers, you know, all you're doing is you're putting $163,000 in a coffee can. And if you don't need it, your kid's going to go out there and dig it up and it's going to be two oh nine, whether that's tomorrow or whether that's 20 years down the road. But should you need long-term care, that coffee can is going to spit out over $100,000 a year tax-free for the next six years of your life. That is just what long-term care does. And she could have gotten a lifetime benefit. She was healthy enough to do this. She could have gotten a lifetime benefit. That would have dropped her benefit down from $8,000, $100,000 a year, maybe closer to $70,000 a year. But she didn't need that. She, she liked the idea. It keeps the death benefit a little bit higher. She felt comfortable with the six years of coverage. Again, you're in control. This is your plan. You get to design that. So I'm looking at the clock here. I've got to wrap this up, take a quick uh, breather, get some air, and uh, squeeze in our final break. So stick around. We'll be right back. New asset-based programs protect your savings and your family and even pay you back if you never use them. Make sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Learn more and sign up for one of Brian's free live webinar classes at 525longtermcare.com. Finding a secure investment in this financially volatile time seems tough, but crazy financial times also create smart opportunities. One of these smart opportunities is long-term care insurance from 525 Advisors. If you reposition some of your savings and got three times your investment in long-term care coverage tax-free and got all your money back if you never used it, wouldn't you at least want to learn more about it? Well, you can. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for their next free long-term care planning live webinar. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up. You'll learn about smart ways to self-insure, including new plans with guaranteed leverage that turn every dollar into $3 of long-term care coverage tax-free with every dollar back if you never use it. 
Don't wait until you're older to get long-term care coverage. Look into this opportunity now from 525 Advisors, one that gives you a secure return. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up for the next free live webinar. That's 525longtermcare.com. The fact is most of us have known somebody who needed long-term care. That's when a person reaches a stage in life requiring somebody else to help with basic daily activities due to physical conditions or a cognitive disease. Now, most of the time, long-term care starts in the home, which allows the individual to stay in a familiar setting. The price for long-term care can be expensive, and it could go on for years. Financial experts suggest purchasing long-term care insurance before you retire. Why? Because 7 out of 10 65-year-olds will need some sort of long-term care in the future. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, now you know where to start with 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors, local experts specializing in long-term care insurance, and they have plans that are guaranteed to pay you back if you never make use of them. Protect yourself and your family members from the financial cost of extended health care. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Are you confused about the best way to protect your family and savings? Get answers now by listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, certified long-term care planning specialist with 525 Advisors. All right, and welcome back, and uh, thanks for sticking around with us if you've been with us on this uh, first episode of 2023 for Long-Term Care Radio. Um, again, you heard the classes, the 14th and the 19th coming up here. So Saturday, the 14th, and then um, Thursday, the 19th, the times, the schedules are on our website at 525longtermcare.com. Again, that's 525longtermcare.com. The reason, you know, you're never going to hear me on this, this podcast saying call us for a quote. That's not what we do. What we really like to do is start with education educate you. Let's find out, you know, what long-term care does, does it make sense for you? And when we're ready, are you, are, you, are we're going to pre-qualify you, you know, tell us about your health, find out what options you have, like Carol, we could have done anything with, and then we're going to design a custom plan and we're going to figure out how to fund that plan. But it doesn't start by just spitting out endless quotes. And so we really go out of our way to put some time in on the front end and really help our clients just get a good grasp of what long-term care is, why long-term care planning is important, what do the government programs do, what's at risk, what are my options for setting up a plan, what's the most efficient way to pay for that. And again, if you're a business owner, can I get some tax deductions? So we're going to look at all that. But the classes are really a great way to start. So look for that at 525longtermcare.com. Um, I've got just got a few minutes left here, and I want to. Uh, I really for those people that are in the Seattle market. Um, again, we're in uh, several stations in Seattle, and we're in several stations out in Colorado, is where this podcast airs live on the weekends. And we lost a, a very wonderful person um, this, this last week um, on the on, on New Year's Eve, believe it or not, um, Dory Monson. And Dory Monson was a host of the Dory Monson Show, which was on Cairo Radio in Seattle from noon to three. Top-rated show in the country. And he was instrumental in helping 525 Advisors get started. In fact, um, we were on a sister station for a few months, and then an opening came up, and they asked if we wanted to move our show over to Cairo. And then Dory, we ended up sponsoring his show. And what I mean by that is you'll hear these these people talking about, you know, XYZ plumbing company or such and such roofing company or XYZ mortgage company. Well, when you sponsor a show, you make this relationship with somebody. And uh, Dory Monson is very special because he had three daughters. He had a wife. And what everybody always asked me in the Seattle market was, was he truly a customer of ours? Did he really have a plan? Because he would always talk about it, the plan that he got from 525 Advisors. And I said, yes, he had a plan. And we got that plan put in place before I became a sponsor of his show. And it was interesting because, again, he was when he would read the ads for us or he would do a live read on the radio program talking about one of our classes or how important it was, that was Dory speaking. It, it wasn't me. It was Dory because he understood how important this was. He watched his in-laws go through long-term care situation. He had three beautiful daughters that he just really adored. 
He wanted to make sure that his wife was taken care of. And so he just really got it. He really, really got the idea of long-term care planning. And before I became a sponsor of the Dorian Monson show, I went and I was meeting with the the manager and um, I said, look, you know, I, I really want to talk to Dory because I just don't want to be a sponsor on the show if, if he doesn't really believe it. And he said, well, that's great because that's the way Dory works. He doesn't just take anybody as a sponsor. So Dory started asking me personally, like, why I was doing what I did. And I explained, well, you know, my father died in an accident. And we got lucky because if he would have lived, he would have been in a long-term care situation. And it would have been horrible because we didn't have long-term care insurance. And so I started learning about it. And the more I learned, the more I realized that people didn't know anything about it. And when I went out and I started looking for a plan for my mother, I got inundated with just quotes from people that didn't really understand the topic either. It's like, why would I buy this one? Well, I think that's good, you know, type of thing. So I was explaining all this with Dory, and um, you know he got it. He just smiled at me and he laughed. I said, I just believe that we have to educate people, Dory, on what this is about. It's not about whether you have enough money. It's about protecting the people you care about. Because when my grandmother turned on her long-term care insurance policy, my grandma got the care she deserved. But the big winner out of that was my mother. Because my mother was still involved in her life, but my mom did not have to feel guilty for not providing the care to her mother. My mother could live her life and go on and be a grandmother to my kids. So that was one of the first conversations I remember having with Dory, and Dory just really got it. And so he, he's been such an asset to me, and he was uh, you know instrumental in growing 525 Advisors. We've been recognized for um, five years in a row as top producer, and he just found this out last year on, on the asset-based lifetime benefits. And so he was so excited when I got that award, and then he found out that I actually had four before that. He said, well, how come I didn't know about this? I said, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that from a braggadocious way. I, I still think there's plenty of people I need to help, uh, which just made him smile even more. And so for all the Seattle listeners, you know, we lost just an absolute legend. He was only 61 years old. He had so much in front of him, and he really was that person that you heard in those ads that you hear on my podcast, the Dory, the energy, the excitement that was real. And so for all of us at 525 Advisors, we're going to miss him dearly and uh, just uh, wish the best for his family and his girls, and, and we're going to think about him and keep him in our prayers. So I'm going to get to work. I'll be back next week with another new show. Thanks so much. You've been listening to Long-Term Care Radio with certified long-term care planning specialist Brian Ott. You can download and subscribe to the podcast at 525longtermcare.com and learn about all the long-term care planning options available. If you have questions for Brian or would like information about any of his upcoming long-term care webinars, go to 525longtermcare.com. Be sure to join us next weekend for another edition of Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. For information, show schedules, and podcasts, go to 525longtermcare.com. Do you know that 7 out of 10 people past the age of 65 need at some point some sort of long-term care? That's 70%. Now, many of us think it could never happen to us or somebody else is going to be there to take care of us, but the facts are clear. Most of us will need to pay for help in the future. And not only is that help expensive, but it puts a burden on family members as well. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, start today with 525 Advisors. Recent changes to the Pension Protection Act have made new programs more advantageous than ever. How would you like to get your premiums back if you never use your long-term care insurance? Well, you can. How would you like to leverage some of your savings for increased coverage using tax-free dollars? Now you can. 525 Advisors are the local long-term care experts. Protect yourself and your family members from the high cost of extended health care. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com.